everybody. This is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh. That guy is... And I am Chris. I'm Chris. I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. And I am Chris. <laughs> and Chris, he always is. <laughs> um, we're Amazing Fantasy Football. We're here to talk about some matchups this week. Uh, we got some... Uh, got a couple of news things to start off with. Um, one is not so fantasy relevant, but... Uh, this past week, this is going to lead into a little PSA, so just bear with me, folks. Uh, this past week, Henry Ruggs was was arrested and charged with a felony DUI to committing, resulting in, um, re- resulting in fatality or something, which is more or less just means and drunk two. driving that killed someone. Yep. Um, two, if if you're a dog lover, go ahead. Yeah, he was driving 156 miles an hour. And he slammed into the back of a car, and the car that he slammed into, the, the other person died. And another person got injured. His passenger got injured. He got injured. D- PSA here, f- folks. Don't drink and drive. Please don't. This is, I mean, obviously, you might not end up going 156 miles an hour and doing this, but just nothing good comes of it. Just don't do it. You drink, you leave your car wherever you are. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, just leave mm-hmm. it there. Throw your keys in, in, in a box or something. Like, just don't do it, folks. Don't, don't mm. do it. Chris, I believe you have a little, uh, a little news too. Uh, real quick on your subject matter. Uh, personally speaking, uh, as you know, um, I haven't had experience with anything along the lines of what Mr. Henry Ruggs has, but I've had experience with getting in trouble, uh, uh, for pushing that envelope. And I can personally say that it took a couple times to scare me straight. And you can let Josh attest to the fact that I don't ever do that anymore i just don't um uh, and folks uh, fans of the show know i like to imbibe but uh i do it in the comfort of my own home and i don't risk it uh so chris's news is that he's an alcoholic okay so (laughs) let's get on with the show (laughs) welcome my humble home folks no, you were throwing it to me for matchups, sir. I'm sorry if I if I if um, missed. I was throwing it to you for your news, but if you want to start with that before, or if you want to do your matchups, sure, whatever. I don't care. Well, all my news is baked into my matchups, right? Sure. <laughs> um, we'll we'll get to it pretty quickly. Let's put it that way. Uh, we have a little bit here with the Falcons at Saints. I'm gonna approach this matchup with a couple of. Uh, injury updates slash news, as do- as Josh put it. Uh, then cut to the chase. Uh, Ridley, uh, Calvin Ridley is out indefinitely uh, for personal reasons, mental reasons. Uh, and Michael Thomas will miss the remainder of the season with his ongoing ankle issue, which he uh, had to have surgery on again back, uh, I don't know, it feels like several weeks ago. Uh, so you mean me back in to- June? June, was it? Was the yeah. was the second surgery? No, he had... He had- didn't he have no, I'm back sorry. He elected to not have surgery, and then it came up. Was it in June? June? I feel like it was later, but I'm going to go with what you said because uh, I don't July. have that written down here. It started with uh, a J, and it wasn't January. <laughs> right, right. It also right. wasn't. So, uh, it also wasn't Jalung July. Jalung July. Jalung October. Let's say that was fun to say. I'm going to continue here. Let's make this short. I want people to know there is help out there, and if it, we want you back out there just as much as we, as we want Ridley back on the field. But I digress. Uh, we've already touched on that. Let's get into fantasy analysis here. The only fantasy assets I'm concerned about is Cordero, Swiss Army Knife, Patterson, and Kyle, Josh was wrong, Pitts. 
The Saints are an elite-level defense, but Pitts is having a historic season at tight end despite actually being the Falcons' number one wide receiver. And Patterson will see even more work in uh, all facets with no Ridley. Uh, 4.5 stars for Pitts and a flex-worthy 2.5 stars for Patterson. That's the Falcons. On to the Saints. Uh, I'm going to keep this side of the matchup short, too. Uh, to me, Kamara is the only fantasy asset worth discussing. Uh, he gets the uh, Falcons defense giving up 167.5 rushing yards per game over the last two weeks since returning from bye. And that was versus the Dolphins and the Falcons. Not exactly a rushing, uh, you know, rushing powerhouses there. The Falcons also give up the six most fantasy points to running backs. The only reason I am not giving Kamara a five-star rating is I want to see them with Simeon uh, at quarterback and potentially Taysom uh, Hill back in his gadget role. So I'm going to give him uh, 4.5 stars, which I didn't write down for some odd reason. And that is your Falcons at Saints, sir. I'm just I'm just glaring at you for saying I was wrong. <laughs> I like how I just rolled right to the matchup because honestly, yeah, you uh, know James Winston well. obviously he's hurt. Um, oh, good point. I, didn't I, I find I, it interesting that like I know um, Taysom Hill was was inactive it seems like last two week, weeks right? ago. Uh, has been for I feel like two or three weeks. Yeah, and again, yeah. forgive me for not updating Jameis there. He has, but, uh, he has yeah. some sort of injury. It doesn't really matter. Uh, he's Taysom Hill. It, it's just it, it's very odd that. Do you, like I, I like like you posted that in our Discord, and I'm like, man, it's it's kind of a bummer for Winston, who like maybe not fantasy wise, but was having a pretty decent real life. It, it, it's not like the Saints don't quarterback season or didn't have a chance at the playoffs. I don't and, know and if they still do. I'm just well, but saying, but I mean, with with yeah. Jameis, like it wasn't like the this season for the Saints at quarterback wasn't Jameis Winston was the problem. It was their wide receivers was the problem. Agreed. They didn't have good wide receivers. And then the Michael Thomas to. news on on you know to to just put that cherry on the Sunday of Sunday of bad stuff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, dude. It, it yeah, I was rooting for Jameis too. I absolutely was. And I I know this is stupid narrative, but like the LASIK surgery, I was kind of like, you never know. I thought he was a talented guy when when this whole when his career started and and even that came even, with some character flaws, but you know yeah. For sure, but I feel like that's kind of water on the bridge at this point in his career. Is that because he stole lobster that you say is it's water on the bridge? <laughs> I'm just gonna Anyways. wave you forward. I'm just gonna wave you forward, Josh. Ah, another water pun. Great. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's move on to the Vegas Raiders here, and I, I was gonna kind of start with that, but then I went did my Henry Ruggs thing. Seriously, like. Back to what Chris was saying with Calvin Ridley if you, and, and taking some time off for mental health. If you're struggling with some mental health issues, seek some help. There's, I know in my area at least, there is a free mental health clinic that happens every nice. month or every week. I can't remember which. Um, and in, usually in bigger in bigger metropolitan areas. Not that um, the Iowa City, Coralville, North Liberty area is that big, but they do have one of those things. Google it. If you don't have the health insurance or the money, Seek out those sort of try and find one of those things, and hopefully, that there is something like that around you. There are also some online things that you can, I mean, it's usually just to kind of vent frustration and everything, and as, as a voice to listen to, to your problems that's completely anonymous. Go and check those things out if you are struggling with some mental health issues for reals, folks. It's, it's nothing to ignore. Back to the show. Um, 
Let's start with Derek Carr here. Uh, like I said, it's the Vegas Raiders at the New York Giants this week. Um, Derek Carr, he's averaging respectable, not great, but respectable 19.52 uh, points per game, um, which is 15th best. And he's an average quarterback going with an, going up against an average defense. I'm just going to give him two and a half stars here. Uh, there's there's really only a couple of quarterbacks missing this week. Sorry, uh, let's rewind. <laughs> Team by this week is uh, the Detroit Lions, mm. the Seattle Seahawks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Washington football team. So there's really only like two fantasy-relevant quarterbacks missing out of that. Uh, one of them was already injured. That would be Russell Wilson. So you're mainly just missing stupid Tom Brady this week. Um, <laughs> Derek Carr isn't a great replacement. There's other guys out there like better. Yeah, like um, I said, he's 15. I mean... What do you want out of that guy? Yeah, just, yeah, whatever. Uh, let's move on to Josh Jacobs here. Jacobs is what I kind of envision what Chris Carson would have been this year before had Carson not gotten injured. Um, he'll get you about the, and by I say that, I say that because he'll get you about 12 to 16 fantasy points per game. He'll mm -hmm. give you a dud every once in a while, and then he'll give you, he'll pop off for a big game every once in a while. That's Josh Jacobs. Otherwise, he's steady, not great. What I do like this week is that the Giants are giving up the seventh most points to running backs and the fifth most rushing yards per game to running backs, obviously. Um, Jacobs doesn't do much in the receiving game. So, you know, we'll just focus on that 109.8 rushing yards per, per game that the Giants are giving up on the ground. I like Jacobs this week, but I don't love him. So I'll give him three and a half stars. Hmm. Skipping ahead yeah. to Darren Waller. Uh, he was close to playing in week seven, according to reports. Uh, I'm sorry, according to sportingnews.com, cited my source this time. Uh, Waller was close to playing in week seven. As we all know, the Raiders were on bye in week eight. Uh, during that bye week, uh, Darren Waller did stay in Vegas to receive treatment and do some rehab on his heel slash ankle injury. Um, if the, yeah. all these reports are true, I, Waller was closer to playing in week seven. Uh, we'll assume that he's going to play in week nine. And I, oh, sorry, I'm, I keep on going here. My bad, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, while Waller's 11.1 .1 points per game is currently sixth amongst tight ends, um, I didn't use a second round pick on 11.1 .1 points per game. I was just going to say, I'm Chris, sorry, you said 11.1, right? Yeah. Chris, That's a little struggle is, is, bus. Waller feeling, is Waller feeling a little busty to you? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think he's a little busty. Maybe. Um, yep. yep. Uh, I think perhaps he's perhaps he's been dealing with the injury longer than what we <laughs> suspect. Um, but I yeah, feel like he. I feel I like I was I was answer. drafting him for more of like that fourteen point one points per game that he was getting last year. How about top three yeah. tied in? You know. Yeah, you know, um, I'm, I'm Giants have been middle of the road against tight ends like just about everyone. It's just whatever. Um, I'm gonna give Waller four stars if healthy though. Let's move on to the Giants side here though. Uh, Daniel Jones, I uh, initially gave Derek Carr two stars in this matchup, but then I looked at Daniel Jones and bumped Derek Carr up. So now I'm giving Jan Daniel Jones two stars. And if you don't remember, Derek Carr got two and a half. He's, uh, he's got some remember. upside with his rushing ability, but not really. He hasn't top 30 yards in six weeks. So I was going to no. say he's, he's to Daniel a, Jones. He, he's, he's the dreaded game manager. That's what he is. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Saquon Barkley, um, here's the report that I got from, I pulled from CBSSports.com last night. Um, Saquon Barkley is aiming to return this week, um, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this is all kind of null and void in the sense that he got, he popped up with COVID today. So, 
Yeah, it sounds like we're going back to Devontae Booker here. Um, in case we think that... Folks, it, like, uh, like, uh, like Josh updated me. I hadn't even read it. Go right. ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, pretty current. In case it's Devontae Booker, which it sounds like it's going to be, the Raiders are giving up the seventh most points to running backs in. Booker has, uh, has, has actually been a solid 15-ish points per game producer in, in, in Saquon's absence. So yep. I'm going to give Booker three and a half stars here. I kind of like him. Not a lot, but I kind of like him here. And he's been a little like inefficient said, on the ground, but he's getting plenty of targets, and he's 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 scoring on the he's ground. He's doing okay. He's, he's scoring great. in the red he's zone. He's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Evan Ingram here. Uh, uh, like 99.9% of every NFL player, Ingram stays with his, uh, with his current team through yeah, the trade deadline. Uneventful, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ingram caught a touchdown last week, so that instantly made him a top 10 tight end. It's just, mm-hmm. just sad that one tight end, one touchdown makes you a top 10 tight end. <laughs> the Raiders D is giving up the fifth most points to uh, tight ends and and allowing a coin flips chance at a touchdown. I'll stick with Ingram for one more week. I will. And I'll give him three and a half stars, just a, kind of above okay. that tight end dart throw. Um, the rest of the Giants wide receivers, I'm kind of the kind of keeping them all away from the, my starting lineups. Um, the Raiders cornerbacks are actually good this year, as opposed to like the last, I don't know, at least five where they've been terrible. And, uh, due to, and I'm also staying away from the giants due to a lack of health. That's Sterling Shepard, um, Kenny Galladay usage, not, it, fantasy relevancy. Yeah. Shepard out. Staying away. Shepard out. He's doubtful. doubtful. Okay, so, but, uh, the last time I saw. It's ironic. They still have the doubtful, but they don't have the probable. Although I guess you got to go yeah, one of way. Of all other, things, right? get rid of the doubtful. You think so? Yeah. Bring the probable back. Get rid of the doubtful. Oh, again, I guess you got to take one or the other. Yeah. Was that your matchup, sir? Yes, it was. All right, on to my second matchup of the evening. I've got the Browns at Bengals. Uh, I mean, I'm going to shill a little bit for the Bengals, but I'm going to keep the Browns short. I'm just going to warn you right there, folks. The battle of the Ohio teams with ugly uniforms. That was for Chris, ZC right Chris, there. real quick. Should we just move to Ohio <laughs> and become like football fans? Because like, kind of like the Browns, kind of like the Bengals. How different is Ohio from like Iowa, really? And I'm not in Iowa, to be clear. I'm in Illinois. But it's the beginning close. of the Rust Belt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Versus the Green no. Belt. Right, right. Oh, so a little bit, know. slightly more mountainous on the east side of it. I don't do belts, Josh. I'm skinny, so what do you want from me? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I knew I was going to get an A plus eye roll out of that one. Uh, so on to the brows. This will be quick. Um, uh, speaking of, dude, this is just like the big... In fact, this is probably going to be the title of the show, let's be honest. Uh, this is the b- big wide receiver news show. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is being a diva, but doesn't have to play... Uh, doesn't have the play to back it up, so, so he was sent home. Uh, the only relevant fantasy assets to talk about for the Browns are the two running backs, and Hunt is still on the IR. Well, I mean, I guess Dearness Johnson is a fine desperation flex, in particularly in a PPR, like uh, since, since the Browns might have to throw to catch up. Uh, he played the passing role last week with Chubb returning. Uh, speaking had, of Chubb, had a couple uh, good runs, too. He, he did. He scored uh, on the ground, mm-hmm. uh, to be clear. Uh, he, he's got a, uh, I'm sorry, speaking of Chubb, he's got a decent uh, matchup with the Bengals giving up the 14th most points to running backs. 
but having just gave up that huge day to Michael Carter of the Jets. Now, obviously, Carter did a ton of that through the air, but he also ran 15 times for 77 yards and scored on the ground once, I believe. Uh, so I'm going to give four stars uh, for Chubb and just kind of a desperate two stars for Johnson. Like I said, PPR, maybe maybe give a glance there. Uh, that's it for the Browns, man. I'm just I'm just not giving any love to the pass catchers. We're done there, um, or the quarterback yeah. for for that matter. Uh, onto the Bengals. Baker, get healthy or like take some time off or something, man. Like, you know, there is a little bit of school thought here to to mention real quick before I move on to the Bengals. That hey, let's see let let's see Baker without OBJ as his I guess number one. Like I. Yeah, I remember like, guy, like I don't Riggins think the guy was, was getting open. A, I don't think the guy was getting year. open. I'm sorry, say that again, Josh. Remember Riggins was Rashad Higgins was getting a um uh some yeah, uh, just, like I, flash I, in the I, pan. Uh Donovan Peoples Jones who's currently injured, but he was mm-hmm. okay at four times last year and he even had a good game earlier this year before getting injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made it what, I I made it in my point in my notes to be a little 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 bo- uh, unbiased uh because I tend to 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 pile on o, uh, OBJ, but uh I just don't think he's getting open. Flat out. Now I don't watch every route. Let's not get it twisted, folks. But uh, I just, I just think he's not long for this league or this team. At least we can all understand that. Yeah, I don't I mean, think he, he, I don't think he plays. I mean, his dad. I don't think he plays. For goodness sakes, with, his, with his dad was tweeting uh, videos of Baker not throwing to an open OBJ. It's it's like a Lamar. What's the guy in the NBA? Whatever. Let's move on to the Bengals. Odom. Uh, no, that's like ten Jackson? years ago. No, the guy with like two or three Burton? sons in the in the NBA. Yes, is it not Burden? No, not Burden. Lavar Burden. Is it not Burden? What is his kid's name? I don't know NBA as well as I used to, sir. Let's move on to the Bengals. <laughs> yes, Ball. That's it. Ah, Lamar, ha, ha, um, we got Mel- it. <laughs> Mellow Ball, Lavar Ball, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, sir. It's it, it's Ball. On to the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, the Browns aren't as great versus the pass as they are versus the rush. So they're giving up the eighth most points to quarterbacks fantasy-wise. Yep. And tied for third worst with 17 passing touchdowns given up. Ooh. And if that's not convincing enough, every time they've faced an elite-level quarterback, uh, uh, the QB has delivered big time. Um, Holmes week one, Herbert week five, and Kyler week six. Otherwise, all the other quarterbacks they've faced are pretty underwhelming, dude. Uh, and lastly, he threw three touchdowns in each of his two matchups versus Cleveland last year. I'm giving Joe Burrow five stars this week. On to Mixon. The Browns are great versus Rush, but Mixon is the feature back of an elite level offense, so he's in your lineup regardless. In terms of expectations, though, I see him in the top 15 just outside the RB1 area. 3.75 stars for Joe Mixon. On to Jamar Chase. Short and simple here. The Browns like to give up passing touchdowns and Chase is fourth with seven receiving touchdowns. And I gave Burrow five stars, so 4.25 stars for Chase. On to Tiggins. Uh, Tiggins is actually out-targeted Chase by four targets in the games. They've both been active together, which is basically That's just true. meaning Tiggins has been active because I believe Chase has been active all year. Uh I like a high-scoring affair in this one, despite uh, Vegas only giving, I think it was like 47 and a half. I, I see a little bit more than that. And I think really? Tiggins is due f- Yeah, I mean, I understand the... I, uh, Chris, I don't we, mean haven't, to, we haven't made an ice cream bet in a while. Yeah, I don't mean well, to... I, I feel like every single time I, I, I bring up any player versus the Cleveland defense, you're like, ice cream bet. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, no. I'm not saying individual player. You, what? What is the over under here? Forties. I, I, I did not put it in my notes. To be fair, I, I, uh, I did have it on a tab earlier. I don't have it in front of me. I think it was forty-seven and a half. Okay, and you say they're going to score more? Yes. You want the over? Yes. I'll take the under. All right, done. Boom. Uh, Sorry. Um, speaking of the over/under and me expecting us, you know, a bit more of a high-scoring affair, I think Tiggins is due for a touchdown. He caught one each of his first two weeks this season. Of course, he was injured, uh, but has not scored since. Uh, of course, I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm going to give him 3.75 stars. On to CJ Uzama is how you pronounce it mm-hmm. from his mouth. Uh, literally, uh, really the same story here as with any touchdown dependent tight end. It's just that Yuzama has caught two touchdowns in two different games this year. So it, it, it's inflated folks. Uh, he's a fine dart throw. Don't he's a fine dart throw. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, two and a half stars for CJ Yuzama. Uh, so that's my, uh, 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 you know, my matchup, sir. On to you. All right, let's let's keep on rolling. I got the Buffalo Bills at the Jacksonville Jack was gonna do a little song and dance. Josh Allen, five stars. I am not gonna go into this one at all. Bill's good, Jag's bad. Enough said. Uh let's move on to Zach Moss slash Devin Singletary. I'm gonna preface this with the fact that the Dolphins and Jags are giving up almost identical points per game to opposing backs this year. Having said that though. No two defenses are alike. So here's what Moss Singletary did against Miami last week. 15 carries, 47 yards, 7 receptions, 40 yards. That is combined with the two of them. The Dolphins' D is also giving up the ninth most points to running backs. The Jags, the 11th most points to running backs. I'm sorry, but I- I'm going to... Gonna- are they good? Are you telling me they're good defenses against the rush, Josh? Both of them. No, no, no. I'm saying that they're both bad defenses against the oh, rush. Oh, okay. Continue. And yet, last week, the these two backs failed to really do much of anything. Yeah. I'm staying away from both of them. I'm, this is this is it. I'm, I'm done. I'm staying away from both of these guys, and I'm only using Zach Moss in emergency situations. It's It just sounds like last year all over again. <laughs> I'm giving you them both one star. You... Oh, <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Well, okay, so when you take 47 no, yards... No, I don't hate it. I don't hate two, it. I chuckle I chuckle because I'm frustrated too. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm like do we really Trust need to me. do the math here? Um, I lol I gave him because, four stars, yeah. and I didn't give an explanation. So in your face, folks. <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders... Yeah, you got to start him. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm more it's interested, a good matchup. In, San- it, it I'm really interested a good in Sanders, to be honest with you. Um, if you started Sanders last week, you know what happened. He goosed you. Mm. He goosed you. Other than two games, other than two good games, Sanders really hasn't been that great. It's a good matchup. I'd really rather look elsewhere. So I'm going to give him two and a half stars. On to Cole Beasley. Two and a half stars for him. Gun to my head. Beasley versus Emmanuel Sanders. I'm going to go recency bias and give and go Beasley. He's been more productive than Manny Sanders has been the last couple of weeks. And so. it's not like before that Beasley was bad. I mean, eh, he didn't have that bit. great of games. Um, Sanders also to... scored, I feel like, and Beasley didn't during that stretch a couple times. Okay, um, Maybe I just wrong. looked this up. Sorry, I just quit like, while you were flapping your gums, I was looking up Dawson mm-hmm. Knox. Thank you. Um, 
Sounds like he's not gonna. He sounds like he's not gonna no. play this week. Um, he's still so, got. No. The, he's still recovering from a hand injury. Um, mm-hmm. And I literally wrote, Let, "Let's check whilst recording." And I did. Thank you. Notes. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Chris, I think I'm staying away from everyone here. James Robinson. Uh, let's really? do a quick check here. Yeah, dude. The Bills' defense is good. I know. I know. I just. You can't even get him in the top 36 with desperate team, desperate fantasy managers out there. I just. No. Mm. Carlos Hyde? No, thanks. Um, oh, Trevor well, Lawrence? Yeah. I mean, the rest of it I have no problem with, sir. Trevor Continue. Lawrence, he <laughs> seemed to take a step back for, um, following their bye week last week. And, I mean, Marvin Marvin Jones? No. Uh, LaVisca Chenault? No. No. No, I'm not doing it, man. I'm not. I'm staying away no, from all No, no. Again, the only, the only name, the only player. I needed to to push you on was a little bit there was uh, Robinson. Hey, I get it. I get it. They are. Very, it sounds like he's not going to play. Bills are very very good. Oh, I'm sorry. But, yeah, he got injured last week. Oh, that's why it's like Carlos Hyde. No, I'm sorry. My apologies. Continue. Keep going. Yo, Matt. Next matchup. Thank you. Um, onward and upward, folks. I've got the. Texans at Dolphins. Uh, Tyrod is back and is QB one this week. Uh, I really hope the best for this guy, be it with the Houston, uh, with the I Texans or okay. elsewhere. I hope he gets and holds on to a starting gig, uh, but I'm benching Tyrod. Uh, but he's worth adding super. Well, I mean, he got off to an okay start this season before he got hurt in <laughs> like the first week. And uh, uh, we're talking about the Texans who have literally no other fantasy assets besides like cooks. So we're reaching here and, and, and it is like super flex. Con- I'm laughing because it's so sad. Deeper dynasty leagues. It's hey so man, sad. I'm in a dynasty league where I have Mahomes as my starter and drew lock as my backup and I'm getting Tyrod Taylor back. So I'm happy on to other more interesting topics. Uh, Brandon Cooks, after a real uh, rough stretch of four weeks where he was averaging four and a half fantasy points per game, Cook saves his fantasy day with a 45-yard bomb from Davis Mills. Uh, Cooks has been and remains a volume play, so he is still in your lineup, most likely, I guess. Uh, but he might uh, even be given a boost this week with getting Tyrod back. So I'm going to give him a bit of an aggressive three and a half stars. On to the other side of the matchup, the Dolphins. Tua is still the Dolphins QB after all the scuttlebutt about Watson being traded to the Finns. I heard he could care less about all the rumors, and that's that's a good uh, vote of confidence for Tua from a from a football perspective and a and a you know like how well you handle competition perspective. Uh, and he's flashed a little recently uh, since returning from injury. Uh, he was nine yards away from being having back to back three hundred yard games while averaging three passing touchdowns per game in those two weeks following his comeback but disappointed versus a good buffalo defense last week that we just discussed uh just like he did versus the bills in week two again different world with the buffalo defense there folks uh point is uh buffalo is really good that was redundant but this is the texans and you play your streaming options against the texans they are giving up the most passing yards and the six most fantasy points to quarterbacks four stars for tua on to the running backs of the Dolphins. Uh, this isn't going to be very fun. Uh, I'm very underwhelmed by the Dolphins' backfield. Gaskin, after having three straight games with single-digit carries, weeks th- four through six, gets double-digit carries, 
two weeks in a row, week seven and eight, if it wasn't for three receiving touchdowns and that week where he, uh, that week five where he inexplicably exploded for 10 targets and two of those aforementioned receiving touchdowns, he would most likely be single digit fantasy points every single week of this season. And last week, Malcolm Brown was out and will be for at least two more weeks with a quad injury. Both Gaskin and Ahmed have uh, seen increased workloads and done absolutely nothing with the extra work. If it weren't for the matchup and four teams on by, I would bench both of the running back. But the Texans have given up the most rushing yards on the season and the six most fantasy points to running backs. Two and a half stars for Gaskin, and I'm going to bench Ahmed, obviously. On to the pass catchers. Jalen Waddle has seen great target numbers in Devontae Parker's absence and actually saw it continue last week despite Parker coming back, playing well, and seeing 11 targets of his own, meaning they both got 11 targets. Still, though, Waddle has only been fantasy relevant when he scores. Parker has been equally unreliable when healthy. Part of the issue is, as well, the, the offense in general uh, isn't great, but also Gasecki being a big part of their uh, offensive attack. But Gasecki plays tight end, and he's in your lineup every single week because of that, uh, also due to his target share and his, his red zone looks. Four stars for Gasecki. I'd look elsewhere at wide receiver if you can help it. If you need to take a stab at one of these dudes, I'd go with Waddle for upside. Two stars for Waddle. I'm benching Parker. Quick mention about Will Fuller. He remains day-to-day with his finger tree, but he is expected to return at some point this season. All right, so let's um, let's move along to the New England Patriots at the Carolina Panthers. While I bring up my notes here, Mac Jones, I'm not really sure why I'm mentioning him other than I'm giving him one star. Um, like we were talking about with, I don't remember who it was anymore, but um, Mac Jones, he's, he's been, he hasn't been an awful NFL quarterback in his rookie year. He really hasn't. Well, didn't they he's, just have like a 52-point game the, a week or so ago? Something like that, but like he hasn't really been a usable fantasy is. asset for the, um, for, for sure. the better part of for, for pretty much his entire rookie season. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like I, if it was a softer defense, maybe, and like it was like a big bye week with a lot of fantasy relevant quarterbacks on bye, maybe I could get into Mac Jones and some better weapons. But um, yeah, this is this is probably not the best time, the best day to be uh, starting someone with the name McCorkle. Just saying. Um, like I said, one star. McCorkle, really? Um, Damian is Harris, a receiver of theirs. No, his name is something McCorkle Jones. Oh, Mac consider Jones. me enlightened, sir. Continue with your matchup. You're the one that told me about this. <laughs> Am I right? Um, Damian Harris. Harris been Harris has been ripping, dude. He's he's got at least. 80 yards in the pa- on the ground, of course. It's Damian Harris we're talking about. Uh, in the past three games, at least one touchdown in each of those three games. Here's the problem. The Panthers are giving up just 87.4 rushing yards per game and about a third of a touchdown per game. So, Ooh, maybe a little. A less, uh, yeah, yeah, per game. So, like, there's about a 33% chance he scores a touchdown, more or less. Um... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm. I like Harris continues hot streak here. I, I call it a gut I feeling. Mean, I, didn't Zeke tear him up though? I know Probably. Zeke isn't. Uh, Zeke's uh, better Damian. than Damian Harris though, man. I know, I know. I'm just. I'm he's just got. He's on a better team with a, in a better situation, better, more talented. 
I'm giving yeah. Damian Harris 3.75 stars. Like I said, gut feeling. I like him to continue ripping. I, no, that, I think that's aggressive enough. Yeah. Um, Hunter Henry, he's got a touchdown in half of his games this season. So that's four out of eight. Um, that's good for a, a 2021 tight end. It really is. Uh, the problem is the coin? that. Uh, yeah, the the problem with that is that Mac Jones is just not racking up enough yardage, and he, and and it's not that Mac Jones was a like a strong armed quarterback coming into the league, but it just appears that Mac Jones is dinking and dunking to an extreme. And well, look at that, he's got a seven point nine uh, attended air yards per passing attempt. That's not that great. So I'm going to give Hunter Henry three and a half stars and a kind of more of a tight end or a touchdown dependent tight end. Although he does get a lot of other targets and everything. Uh, Sam Darnold, he's been playing horribly. And the Patriots are giving the six fewest points to to quarterbacks. So nit. Now I say nit. 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 We are the podcasters that say nit <laughs> to Sam Darnold. Um. I wrote them some stuff down about Chuba Hubbard, but it sounds like CMC may be coming back this week. I gave Chuba Hubbard three stars. If it's CMC, I'm going to give him four. It's not the greatest matchup. Is, um, is CMC in? Is that? Do you think it's that definitive? No. I'm, if CMC does play, I'll give him four stars. If it's not if it's not CMC, let's just go through this real quick. Um, Hubbard had a pretty good game last week. It was against yeah, the Falcons. He got a touchdown. Yada, yada. The problem with Chuba is that he is getting about two-thirds of the snaps, and the Patriots are giving up 17.9 points per game to running backs as a whole. So two-thirds of 17.9 makes him not that exciting. So three no, stars, Chuba Hubbard. DJ Moore. Uh, I'm not really sure that you're – I mean, if you've drafted DJ Moore, you might have to roll him out. You might have to. But I don't think you can do it with any confidence. It's not that the Patriots are really that great at corner anymore. Like they're not elite level with like they were with Stephon Gilmore. Even but I feel like, like they can the take before. a lot of receivers out of the game. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm giving DJ Moore three point two five stars. And hopefully, it's more like a one star because you're playing against me with DJ Moore yeah, in our dynasty say. matchup. I actually uh, speaking of the devil. Um, you know, like we don't usually do this in mid-season, but like a quick dynasty look. Like, uh, are you thinking your only hope there is Donald's gone as a DJ Moore uh, dynasty manager? Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Because then they just give DJ Moore a contract, and so they're probably not. Keeping... But he looks so good in the first few weeks. Of course, so did Donald, and we, because we have seen Donald that... looks so good in the first. I couple was going to say, yeah, we've seen that coin completely flip. But God darn it, it's frustrating. I think there's still a ton of talent there with DJ Moore, but as a dynasty manager, I'm biased <laughs> right now. No, he's got talent. I'm sorry, I'm looking up DJ Moore's contract. No, yeah, we're on the same page there. Yeah, we are. We are. Mm-hmm. He's either in a very. He's he's got to be. He must have signed a bit a short extension because next year or in twenty twenty three is an unrestricted free agent. Um, he must be anyways, mistaken. That's, that's like his rookie contract. Yeah, it must. That's be. like his fourth year. Yeah, because he was a second round pick. That's his fourth year. It, next year is his fifth. I know for. Did he have first round pick? I swear he was a second round pick. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. It happens all the time. Okay, though. no, here it's here it says um, <laughs> you don't DJ Moore signed a four year eleven point one contract with a with the Carolina Bengals. And Carolina Bengals. Well, Aaron <laughs> no. 
I know. Okay, I can't funny. read. Okay, Chris, it's been a long week already. We're, I don't like reading about while I'm recording either, but that was hilarious. <laughs> we um, can edit all this out if we want. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> um, yep. Okay, that's it. This is his rookie contract. He does not have an extension, so they might. Man. I like the coach. I like the coach. I like the receiver. I think just an in, like injection they don't of, have, a, of a young other than, other than CMC, they have no real like offensive weapons. Hey, man, you can't rely. It's DJ Moore Appar- and CMC. Apparently, Josh, you can't build your offense around CMC because you can't rely on them to be there. I said it. Uh, well, you well, also uh, your off when your offensive line is super terrible, your players, are, your quarterback's not going to running have back can only be so good. Your running back is not going to have. Not going to stay very upright. Well, I thought Cam Irvin played okay, but yeah, I digress. All right, on to my next matchup, folks. I'm going to get this one out of the way because I'm a Cowboys fan and because... Oh my God, that's when I should have went to the bathroom when you were going to go on for <laughs> 20 minutes about the Cowboys. I could switch to the solo scene on the... on the, on the, on the, on the uh, Don't, you know, just go. Graphics. If you want me to, no, this is actually, I'm going to get this out of the way because, uh, time crunch, I got, I'm a little unprepared, but I'm going to do the best I can for you folks because I know fantasy and I know Dallas. Uh, let's start with the Broncos and get, and get some, uh, you know, stuff out of the way here. Uh, I, I, I would like to look elsewhere as far as Teddy goes. Sure. The Cowboys defense isn't a world beater, but they sure have been aggressive lately and they actually showed something last week. I'll leave it at that. I'd like to bench Teddy if you can help it. In a super flex and you're desperate, sure, throw him in your top, you know, 27, I guess. Um, give give him a one and a half stars there. On to the running backs, what we really care about here. Um, it's, it, it's the same story every week. We've passed the NFL trade deadline. Here we are. I was excited about Williams receiving chops that he's flexed in the past couple of weeks. So let's just hold on to that and maybe give him the slight watermark over Gordon. But hey, Gordon scored twice, uh, I believe, last week. Um, yeah, yeah. Gordon ripped know, it last week. The problem with Dallas's defense isn't so much that they're great against the run; it's just you got to throw to catch up. Uh, exactly. I think we're going to see Dak back. We'll we'll, we'll Dak talk back. a little bit. We'll talk a little bit more about this later. But Denver's defense is really freaking good. So maybe there's not but so much not. catching up there. So I think at least one of the backs can probably eat here at Denver. I'm going to lean Williams with a little bit of bias here in terms of a catch-up script, despite what I just said about uh, Denver's defense being pretty stout versus Dallas. On to, uh, So, I'm sorry, give uh, Williams a hmm, two-and-a-half stars. Just get him in your flex if you got to have one, but I would rather bench Gordon. I just don't think there's going to be a running grain, uh, rushing game script for the Broncos here versus Dallas. I think they're going to need to throw. So let's get Sutton in your lineup with three and a half stars. He's been playing well lately. He's a big target. You know, obviously he's going to draw coverage from uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs. Uh, He's an opportunistic cornerback, but that doesn't mean that a bigger receiver can't beat him deep. Uh, Exactly. An aggressive ball hawk. Well said. And and maybe get you some decent fantasy production in that top 36 category there in terms of a flex. On to the, I guess you could say ancillary uh, pass catching prospects here. I haven't heard much about Judy being activated lately, so I'm going to gloss over that completely. He played last week. Oh, I'm sorry. Did he? Yeah. We can edit that out. Um, I'm not going to. 
you're not going to. Okay, fine. Uh, I have nothing else on Judy, so I'm going to move on to Patrick. I just, I just don't feel, you know, I mean, take pick your poison in terms of those two receivers, in terms of, again, the Broncos having to pass to catch up to Dallas's offense. I'd give the nod to the larger, the bigger receiver in, in Patrick. I'll give him a desperate two stars and bench Judy. On to Noah Fant's tight end. I feel like, uh, you know, uh, the Dallas linebackers are great, but you don't necessarily know where Parsons will be in terms of whether he's brushing the passer or dropping in coverage. Um, Fant has been a little underwhelming lately, but I think in a lot of leagues with standard, you know, 10, 12, etc., PPR, half-point PPR, you probably have Fant in your lineup. Let's give him three stars. On to the Cowboys. Novon Miller and a healthy Dak means probably a potent passing offense. But again, Denver has been very stout. Um, I know Denver is very stout against the run, but Zeke is going to be in your lineup no matter what I tell you this week. Um, so let's give him the volume play of uh, three and a half stars. I'm going to go and bench Pollard because he's just... He's been underwhelming. He's been more of a handcuff than he has been a playable piece lately. Yeah, you don't don't, uh, don't start don't start Pollard. Don't start Pollard anytime yeah. soon. I I I, lit, I think I might have actually dropped him in a league out of picking up another kind of bottom of the roster running back dart throw there. Uh, let's you move know on. Who it was? Actually, I don't. I don't remember at all. I'm trying to remember. Um, you spent up big for him. It was uh, Darrington Evans. I didn't pick up Darrington Evans. I thought he was hurt. Nice guess, pretty sure but you, pretty sure you spent some big fat bucks on him. No, that wasn't me. Anyway, um, I did gloss over Dak's rating. I'm sorry, my apologies. Again, oh, yeah, Novon Miller, Dak is back. I know this is a good defense. I know there's some bias here, but I'm going to give him a very startable uh, four stars. Just, just top twelve, just bottom twelve. You know, uh, anywhere from ten to twelve quarterback of the week because uh, you start you start Dak when, oh. when he's healthy. On Not the bad. Pass it catchers, was Jeremy McNichols. Wrong, same team, wrong player. How much does I spend? 17. I I, I, I misremembered all the way around. Dude, okay. I, I, my bad, okay. all right? It's my weird. back. It's okay. it's okay. It's your edit. Okay. It's your edit. All uh, right. The... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Give me a minute. Oh... I remember where you were. Uh, it's just about to start. You. <laughs> oh, I need to. You be realize I'm not late. editing any of this, right? Oh, I did. Hey, on to the Dallas pass catchers. Uh, Amari, CD, and Schultz is really what we wanted. But hey, you know what? That was actually out of context. Wilson actually deserves a honorable mention because he performed very well last week. Then mm-hmm. again, it was the backup quarterback. Uh, 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 Cooper Rush, and they were literally came up in the organization together from the practice squad to the team to the active roster. So hey, man, oh, we're going down this them. narrative hole. No, no, I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just riffing. <laughs> you know, okay. just more more props to them. But in fantasy terms, we're only going to talk about Amari, CD, and Schultz here. Um, you know, uh, both receivers performed well last week with again a backup quarterback but we're versus a good defense this week both on the ground and through the air i'm definitely going to give the nod 
to Amari because he seems to be the one that they will most likely draw plays for in a possession uh, uh, terms. Yes, they will take their shots with CD. Don't get me wrong. Um, and yes, CD has his occasional drag route and across the middle, but usually Amari is going to get the first. Uh, I'm sorry, Amari is going to get the third down plays. He's going to get the the, the 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 security blanket plays from Dak. I'm going to give Amari the nod here with a startable three stars. I'm definitely not going to bench CD because he is he he is he's going to he, he can score at any moment. Uh, so two and a half stars to CD there. Again, this is because of the uh, uh, vaulted, vaunted Denver defense. On to the tight end, Schultz. Uh, Jarwin, I think, is banged up. I have no notes on that here. But uh, I, uh, regardless, regardless of that, Schultz has been taking all the, the vast, vast majority of the snaps. And he's performed very, very well. In fact, you, you visit me last year in terms of a – uh, of a Schultz uh, dynasty manager and a wanting to pursue Jarwin. Uh, Schultz really surprised me, man. He has, he has really performed well in fantasy terms and real terms. Well, I mean, well you spent know, on that Blake Jarwin when uh, Dalton Schultz. No, I, ne- really I never did guy. trade for him. I never did trade for him. Uh, I, I, I held my uh, load, if you will. Uh, that was rude. Um, Excuse on me? T- yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, the tight end landscape is thin. You have to put Schultz in that anywhere from the 10 to 15 range. I know that's a broad stroke, but I'm going to give Schultz a semi-startable two and a half stars. And that's the Broncos at Cowboys, sir. Okay. Okay. Um, Blake Jarwin did, uh, did not practice today in case you're wondering, but kind of no, no other, no other real day. news. Um, okay. let's go to the Minnesota I almost said the Minnesota Baltimore. It's the Minnesota, damn it, um, the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings, Dolph- Baltimore Dolphins, the Baltimore Ravens. They're all purple, and it's really confusing <laughs> me. My notes are all purple. What? The Dolphins I like are not to purple. Color code them to the teams, and it's just oh, anyways. okay. <laughs> anyways, let's let's start with Dalvin Cook here. I, I gotta say, Dalvin Cook has played in five games this season. Uh, week seven was a buy, so you know he's just five games. Um. But he's averaging only 13.5 points per game. That's 18th yeah. best when it comes to points per game. I don't really like using a top three pick on the 18th best running back. Cook top three overall, folks. Don't Chris. get it twisted. A bit yeah. busty. I feel like I, 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 you know, it's late. I don't remember if I have him one or two leagues, but it's been disappointing, man. I, it, I thought I drafted well at running back. You know why? Because Kirk Cousins is throwing the ball, man, and he's doing it well. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's the anti-Vikings. Hey, was he? What did he do? Yeah, he wasn't week? very good last week. Anyways, yeah, um, anyways, uh, I, I like Cook to have a bounce back week though. The Ravens might only be allowing seventy-five rushing yards per game, but they're allowing over one. They're allowing at least a touchdown per game to running say, backs. Sign me like, up, yeah. Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook, mm-hmm. four stars. Yes. Good call. Good call. I'm all for all over it. All over it. I mean, he's in my um, he's unless in, you he's have in a dynasty, and and then he gets one star. Uh, Justin Jefferson, <laughs> three and a half stars. He's averaging just thirteen point five points per game. To Adam Thielen's fifteen p- points per game. Um, okay. Uh, it, it's I gotta say it's pretty impressive what the Ravens D has done, uh, considering that their best probably they're arguably their best corner, Marcus Peters, went down with a season-ending injury. There was another 
uh, Ravens defensive player that I can't remember. I feel like their front line. I feel like their front pass rushers have lost a guy or two. Yeah, there's some, there's another key defensive player that they're missing. You. But mm-hmm. uh, but the but the Ravens are allowing just 21.9 points per game to opposing wide uh, to opposing wide receiving cores as a whole. So it's not the greatest matchup for Thielen and Jefferson. But Jefferson's probably going to get Marlon Humphreys or at least a heavy dose of it. And Adam Thielen's going to get the scrubs, uh, the leftover scrubs. So I'm going to give Thielen the edge here with 3.75 stars. Uh, and remember, I gave Jeff, Justin Jefferson three and a half. So it's not like I paid him. Um, Kirk You're Cousins, slightly leaning on that fence riding line there. I'm giving the, I'm I'm not riding a fence. I'm I'm giving the Whether edge. Whether or not Adam riding Thielen. the fence. Cheers. <laughs> um, Kirk Cousins, uh, this is finally the week I'm out on Cousins. I, he's had some great games, yeah. and this this could easily be one of those, but I'm not banking on it. The The Ravens are giving up over 300 yards per game through the air, but only 1.71 touchdowns per game. Dallas uh, look a little silly, you know? So yeah, well, 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 just uh, let me backtrack here a second. While I say I'm out on him, I think I mean I'm more out of love with Kirk Cousins. And by saying that, it really sounds like I'm out of cousin's love, and that really makes it sound like some real. That makes me feel stuff uncomfortable, right Joshua. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't. Uh, you got yeah. a rating for um, him, though. Damn it, uh, damn it, Chris! I, I'm just gonna give him three and a half stars, and let's move along. With Lamar Jackson, <laughs> five stars. <laughs> He's good. He's got the running ability. He's going up against the Vikings D. While it is better this season, still ain't the bee's knees. Um. Chris, where are we at on the running back, the Ravens uh, flavor of the week at running back? Are we at, oh, are we know, at Frank Gore yet? Are we I'm there? S- I, I, I'm so jaded over uh, Tyson Williams, right? Wasn't that his last name? Yep. Still jaded yep. over that. So I have no, I have no good answer for you. I think it's a joke. Um, I think. Are we at, are we at LaShawn McCoy? I think it's LaShawn McCoy. Oh my God. Are you uh, oh, you're oh, wait, 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 wait. I got it. That was it's joke. their quarterback. Their quarterback is their running back. <laughs> Stupid us. But he's, um, but he's been good lately through the air, too. Yeah, I know, but he's also their running back as well. Yeah, exactly. Hurting the, um, running back, the actual running backs, yes, yes. Let's good move point. along to Marquise Brown. Chris, do you remember the week? Maybe you don't. But do you remember when I was like, is Sammy Watkins the Ravens' number one receiver? I'm an idiot, dude. You know who the Ravens' number one receiver is? It's Hollywood Brown. Um, he's the wide receiver nine, despite having just had their bye week. Is he so really four and a half stars to Marquise Brown? He's the wide Brown. receiver nine on the season. Are you serious? Yeah, for reals, dude. I know he that's a, a little... simple stat, and we're not all about that. But that 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 impresses me. I did not yeah. know that. Not gonna lie, he is a little tight end dependent, or tight end. He is a little oh, touchdown sure. dependent. Yeah, I mean, we 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 understand his DNA. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, let's, I don't, I don't see him not scoring a touchdown this week. The Vikings, like mm-hmm. I said, the Vikings defense mm-hmm. has improved, but it ain't great. Four and a half stars for Marquise Brown. Probably. Ooh. I would, I would love you to make him the thumbnail this week. Um, but you can Maybe use whoever you want. Mark Andrews. I'm going to give him 3.75 stars. He's the tight end two so far this year, but that's, that's, that's on, that's on some really high shoulders of the week five game against my stupid Colts. Where he scored 36.2 points. Other than that, he's been kind of in the mix of all those other tight ends in the vast ocean of tight end dart throws. He just has yeah. a, a, more, a more, more, more on that name. later. More on the he has more of a brand later. name than your Donald Parhams and your Tyler uh, <laughs> Profs and, your, <laughs> and your, um, your Cameron Brates and your um, 
J- Jack Doyle's, you know, like yeah. Oh, I'm not seeing in that matchup. On to the Packers at Chiefs. Um, I mean, let's just <laughs> let's just hold on to your butts, folks. Rogers slash Love is how the note reads. As you may have heard, Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID. He is unvaccinated, despite lying to reporters. Okay, well, let's call it let's call it being disingenuous. The reporter asked the guy if he was vaccinated, and Rodgers answered saying he was quote immunized. Typical, right? So now, so now the guy that whined all off season and to let him play GM and get a new contract has let his team down and is and is in fact in danger of missing maybe two starts this week for sure. And potentially next week, because as an unvaccinated player, per NFL rules, you have to miss a minimum of 10 days and you have to get a minimum of two negative tests. And next week's game is 11 days away as far as the timing of the you know, positive test. I wish him the best, but it, it was a dumb decision, just like Kyrie. You can debate the validity of the vaccines, though you'd probably be wrong, but you cannot debate the fact that if Rodgers was vaccinated, he would be much less likely to miss this game plus next next week. On to Love. Uh, he is making his first start and only played his first snaps earlier this year in that ridiculous blowout loss to the Saints week one for the Packers. Um, so obviously Rodgers is on your bench. Um, and obviously you're also benching love, but he could be an interesting speculative ad in Superflex leagues just to keep on your bench, especially if he ends up getting two starts for goodness sakes. Or, you know, in fact, if you're a Rodgers dynasty, uh, Superflex manager or something crazy like that. Obviously, you're downgrading every offensive piece of the Packers. In fact, let's just cut straight to the chase here since I've gone on my Rodgers and vaccination diatribe here. Adams, uh, Devontae Adams is off the COVID list and will obviously see the greatest negative impact with Rodgers out. But he's still a high-end flex versus an awful Kansas City defense. I'm going to give him three and a half stars. Aaron Jones could see a positive impact in the form of more carries and a ground attack. Uh, but I did mention the Chiefs, you know, and did I also mention the Chiefs defense is really bad because it is. So I'm going to give Aaron Jones uh, four stars. I'm going to bench the rest of the Packers offensive weapons. On to the Chiefs. Um, Mahomes and the Chiefs have flat out struggled on both sides of the ball, no doubt. Mahomes has averaged 10.87 fantasy points the last two weeks and the Chiefs barely beat the New York Giants last Monday night. And I wouldn't call the Packers a, quote, get right game. They're 10th best in passing yards and middle of the road in fantasy points given up to uh, quarterbacks. But still, as with most teams in the NFL, the Packers will be worse off on offense without their starting quarterback, period. Especially after the week of the backup quarterback. I just want to remind folks that it's important to remember that usually, like 90% of the time, the backup is not more talented. The backup is not more suited to start in whatever situation. I do expect the Chiefs to, uh, you know, attack, uh, put up points. There's going to be an emphasis on the passing game. I mean, it's the Chiefs already, for goodness sakes. They don't really have a running game. Furthermore, with no Jair Alexander, the Chiefs will exploit the other Packers cornerbacks and Ty Hill is in for a big day. Five stars for him. I think the Chiefs have something to prove. And they will want to put the onus on Jordan Love to beat them through the air. 
force him to play catch-up. So I'm going to give four and a half stars to Mahomes. On to the runners for the Chiefs. Darrell Williams is averaging 4.75 targets per game the last four weeks. Still managed 64% snap share despite Derek Gore being involved a decent amount. 20% snap share for Derek Gore there. Williams also uh, managed 49 rushing yards on 13 carries. Not awful. Uh, Gore is a great speculative add in a dynasty or if you can burn a roster spot or re- redraft, I guess. Uh, but it's kind of hard to do this time of year uh, on a guy like uh, uh, Derek Gore. But I'm just I'm just putting that out there. Uh, Williams is going up against uh, a Packers team giving up the 10th most yards on the season. I assume that means rushing yards. <laughs> and has surrendered over 100 rushing yards in three of their last four games. But 95 of those did come verse, uh, from Taylor Heineke, a quarterback, obviously. I think Williams continues uh, his snap share being north of 60% and is a fine flex options with 3.25 stars. On to the tight end, Kelsey. Uh, he struggled mightily right there with Mahomes, averaging only 3.6 fantasy points the last two weeks. The Packers haven't given up a double-digit fantasy day since week three to Kittle. But uh, the list of tight ends the Packers have faced since Kittle in week three is underwhelming, and this is Kelsey in a matchup. I believe the Chiefs are going to air out, air, uh, you know, throw a lot. Uh, uh, and uh, I want to make a statement. I really, the pass game is all, is all they have. I mean, it's all the Chiefs have. So, you know, it's either do or die as far as that goes. I'm calling for a good game for the offense nonetheless. Uh, Kelsey will be a part of that if they have a good game. So I'm going to give Kelsey four stars. And that is the uh, Packers at Chiefs. Okie dokie. Uh, let's move on to the L.A. Chargers. At the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's start with Justin Herbert here. Herbie, he's he's been having some problems as of late. I'm not sure if they're related to the disappearance of Mike Williams or vice versa. Regardless, Herbie has not been a fantasy asset as of late. I'm going to give Herbie a bias 3.75 stars. The Eagles are allowing only 16.5 points per game to the quarterbacks and have given... But have given up good days, good to great days to Dak, worst quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, and stupid Tom Brady. So 3.75 stars for Herbie. Austin Eckler? Uh, so much for that hip injury there, Eckler. Oh, my hip. Oops, I scored 21.4 fantasy points. Ridiculous. What's more ridiculous than that? He gets the Eagles, who are giving up the fourth most points to the running backs. Five stars oh, for Austin Eckler. News. That's good. Five stars. Do you have him in Dynasty? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> one star for Austin Eckler. Uh, for context, one stars, I got him on a steal. I got him on a steal. I know, whatever. Uh, speaking of one <laughs> stars, and this is a real one star, not the. It's f- really five stars for Austin Eckler. Um, one star for Mike Williams. He hasn't been good. Keenan Allen has risen from the forgotten realm of. Uh, oh. Uh, forgotten things. Uh, you get my point. Um, watch Williams, but watch Williams pop off this week because the game one star. But I'm still gonna stick with my guns. Williams one star. Keenan Allen three point seven five stars. Okay, so Keenan Allen's resurgence or re rising was uh. Anyways, it was just last week, but I got a feeling this is gonna happen again. I got a I got a Keenan Allen feeling. 
He's still he's still he's still getting the lion's share of the targets, and it's but he's just on not getting season? a lot of like on the What's season. That? He's still like statistically speaking, he's still getting the lion's share of targets on yes. the season, like as a whole. Understood. Yeah, especially the last couple of weeks. Yep, um, he's I've just not 11, getting a lot yeah. of yardage or touchdowns to go with them. Mm. But I like him today. I like him this week. I'm going to give him 3.75 stars. Don't love him, but I like him. Jalen Hurts, on the other hand, I am going to give him five stars. I know, I know. We know Chris. He's not a good NFL quarterback, real NFL Doesn't quarterback. Matter. Doesn't but matter. But we're talking about fantasy here, and in fantasy, yes, please. Uh, the, the, uh, the the I can't the, get the right side. Of the, the logo says "Amazing Fantasy." Yeah, football. Uh, the Chargers <laughs> may be giving up the fourth fewest points per game to to quarterbacks at 15.7 but they're giving up the ninth most rushing yards per game to quarterbacks what does Hertz do well that's right run the ball five stars mm-hmm. for mr hertz boston scott Oof. nice okay on to boston scott i guess he's the guy to replace miles sanders so much for those 12 fab dollars i spent on kenny gainwell gainwell uh the chargers are still the worst against running backs, so 3.75 stars to boston scott i don't Speaking like this kenny- team I don't like this. Speaking of Kenny Gainwell, let's say you spent twelve fab dollars on Kenny Gainwell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You could you play him out of desperation against the? Sure, you could. Two stars PPR. Doesn't matter. Uh, (laughs) Dallas Goddard. The Chargers are third worst against the tight end. So I mean, okay. So if you're bad against running backs and you're bad against tight ends, that means you got some linebacker problems. Possibly a, a safety safeties. problem, too. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, Charger, so anyways, uh, Dallas Goddard has two point, uh, two ten point uh, weeks sans Zach Ertz. That means since Zach Ertz has left, he's had 10 points, at least 10 points nice. in each week. Oh, slightly nice. above 10 points. And both of those 10-point games came without a touchdown. So four and a half stars for Mitchell That's Gildare. I love it. Love it. Do you have him in Dynasty, too? No, I do not. I do not. Okay, I then. Just, I just four and I like half the stars player. for Godair. <laughs> Godair. Godair. Is that it? French. Is that the <laughs> What's your last <laughs> matchup, uh, Monsieur Lala? La- oh, goodness gracious, sir. It is my last. Let's keep this train rolling. Titans at Rams. This is the juicy one in a manner of speaking. Ooh, uh, and we've obviously Go got some big uh, injury update news here, if you haven't heard, uh, if you're living under rock. Uh, let's 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 address it in somewhat of a. Did my rocket injured, Chris? It could have. It could have. Um, okay. Uh, it sounded like you said your rocket, and I was worried you're talking about your red rocket, and I got frightened there for a moment. I don't have On a dog. to the quarterback for the Titans. Tannehill has put together two usable fantasy starts in a row, uh, and last week AJ Brown and the quarterback hooked up uh, early and often. Uh, still. We know what Tannehill is at this point in the season, and the loss of Derrick Henry hurts the whole offense. I mean, I think we could see them pass more maybe, but I'm still not sure that's a good thing. I'd probably bench Tannehill regardless of Henry's presence uh, versus the Rams, so I will do just that. I will give him a bench rating. On to the runners. Uh, I, I am on the Mendicles hype train in fantasy terms to an extent. I think he can catch a lot of dump-offs in negative game scripts, uh, garbage time, etc. And maybe help facilitate the run game a little bit with a short passing game. That is basically been non-existent in Tennessee up to this point. 
I think maybe Henry broke like a screen like three weeks or four weeks ago of for like 70 yards or something. But other than he's, that, he's the mountain dude. He's the mountain. Yeah, of football. Exactly. But other than that, they're underneath game to the receivers and the tight ends and they're underneath game to the running backs. It's just been kind of non-existent. Uh, in fact, you know, uh, but I don't think for one second that McNichols will be alone in the backfield after the addition of Adrian Peterson. In fact, some considered Darrington Evans uh, the backup to Henry in the offseason, not McNichols. Uh, obviously, uh, Darrington Evans got hurt, so that, if not was the deciding factor, definitely made a big difference. I have hoped uh, McNichols has matured since you know getting drafted by uh, Tampa. Uh, and the Titans do seem to like him, but I am only cautiously optimistic and was surprised some managers spent what they did on him this week. I thought they would follow the name value in, in Adrian Peterson, um, but we're talking about this week specifically, so let's get on to that. Uh, we won't see AP, uh, I assume, this week, and, and McNichols has a tough matchup. So I'd like to wait and see, uh, but I'll go on a limb here and be... Ever so slightly aggressive uh, with a 2.5 stars for Jeremy Nichols. Bench the rest of the possibly active runners for the Titans. Huh. On to A.J. Brown. The Rams give up uh, quite a few passing yards, actually. The seventh most, to be exact. Uh, but only nine passing touchdowns on the year. Fifth best. Uh, A.J. Brown is coming off his second best game uh, and could see more targets with obviously with Derrick Henry out, but I wouldn't be surprised if AJ Brown becomes the only viable fantasy option in Henry's abs in Henry's absence. AJ Brown will of course draw Jalen Ramsey in coverage. So that's not good, but the Rams just gave up 83 yards and a touchdown to Brandon cooks. So I think AJ Brown can have a decent day based on volume and his performance of late, specifically his last two games. I'm going to give him 3.75 stars. On to the Rams. Uh, Stafford, I don't think we need the weekly reminder that Tennessee uh, it, it has a bad defense or how Ducks. good Stafford's or, or, or how good, good Stafford has been tossing the ball lately. He's Amazing. The quarterback th exactly. He's the quarterback three on the season. Let's just give Stafford five stars and move on. Daryl Henderson is the RB11 on the season, fantasy that. speaking, of course. Uh, the Titans aren't too bad versus the run, actually. Eighth best, giving up uh, about 100 yards per game. Uh, and give up the 11th fewest fantasy points to running backs. But they haven't played a ton of good backs. And when they have, specifically James Robinson, Jonathan Taylor last week, they've given up over 70 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Except the first time they played uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, and the Colts. And in that game, Naheem Hines scored. Uh, Henderson has looked good and has five rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns on the season. He will get scoring opportunities in this high-powered offense, and this week is no different. Top five guy for me this week, five stars. But keep an eye on Andrew Whitworth's status. He has a he's questionable with an injury. On to the receivers, Cup and Woods. I'll make this quick. Titans give up the most fantasy points to wide receivers and the fifth most. I literally typed rushing yards. I'm going to assume they give up the fifth most passing yards in the league. <laughs> and in case you haven't heard, Stafford is pretty good. I'm going to give five stars to Cup and three and a half stars to Woods. On to the tight end, Higby. Higby has to score to even be close to fantasy relevance. And the Titans just held Kelsey to 65 scoreless yards two weeks ago. And last week, uh, Jack Doyle did score, but only at 12 yards. I think I'm done with Higby for now. 
uh, check your waiver wire to see if Dawson Knox was dropped by somebody and, you know, pick up a bet and for this week specifically pick up yeah, a better you stole Dawson Knox in our in our friends at benefits league yeah for what five, I, for five bucks I was like I I dude I, I was so busy like at the, at the beginning I feel like I could have got a zero I spaced <laughs> I spaced free agency I work has been kind uh, of to the point of my notes lately. I specifically own Higby uh I'm sorry manage Higby in that league and I dropped Higby for Knox I was like what is Knox do? and I but Moreover, to my point to our listeners uh, and watchers, please, you know, pick up a different tight end for this week. Pick up a better tight end dart throw for this week over Higby. But if you can add Knox on your roster moving forward, he should be back pretty dang soon. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go and bench. I'm going to go and bench. Talking maybe Higby next week, week for Dustin Knox. Exactly, that's what I'm getting at. But I'm going to go and bench Tyler Higby this week. That's last the matchup? end of my matchup. Is that, is so. that your last matchup? Yep. Ah, let's move quick, along to the Arizona quick, Cardinals quick, quick at the San Francisco 49ers. Quit. Sorry. Quick interruption. I didn't mean to interrupt your snazzy uh, intro there. We're at an hour 10, so we're doing good. Keep it up. Let's move along to the Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. This matchup is completely contingent on whether Kyler Murray will play with his ankle. How bad is it? Gosh darn it. Uh, he didn't practice today. There, it's I, like it sounds like he's a true game time decision. Uh, I don't know game, why right? I'm still talking like Bill McNeil. Hey, um, <laughs> anyways, um, so if Kyler can't go, oh sweet fancy Moses, it's Colt McCoy. Why? why I mean, is he like a top a five, top ten like back in the Murray? league though? What? Isn't he? A, isn't he still a decent backup though? Like, isn't he like no? Might throw uh, two I, touchdowns. Anyways, Might. Chase, Chase Edmonds. <laughs> let's just move along to. <laughs> sorry to cut you off, but that we're not going down that rabbit hole. Hook if Kyler so Murray can't go, I'm, I'm giving Chase Edmonds three point two five stars. If Kyler does, I'm giving him three and a half. James Conner without Kyler, two two and three quarter stars. How am I supposed to believe that the fake McCoy is going to propel this offense to get anywhere <laughs> close to the end zone for Conner to do his touchdown magic? If he if Kyler is in, I'm giving James Conner also three and a half stars, like I did to Chase Edmonds. Zach Ertz, you're getting one star without Kyler, and you're getting three point seven five stars with. Can you tell I didn't write anything down there? DeAndre Hopkins, he gets the the talent respect. So without Kyler three, and with Kyler four point two five stars. Um, we haven't really mentioned it all this this yet this week yet, folks. Um, I, I'm being pretty vague because it's, it's it's like the injury news about Kyler is really vague. So tune into our Sunday morning stream, which starts at For 10 sure. a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, where Chris and I go over um, some last minute news, um, injury, uh, last minute injuries, some lineup questions, um, just kind of screwing yeah. around with chatting with tune, with people in the comment in the in the in the chat and everything. Early. Tune in early to get the to get the actionable advice but then stick around for some you know coffee and laughs you know and some bs yeah uh maybe chris will <laughs> be drunk again <laughs> what uh let's move along to the 49er side of the ball here eliza mitchell he has over 100 yards and a touchdown in two straight games he's looked good in those two games the cards yeah. are allowing 95 92 and a half yards per game on the ground but only a quarter of a touchdown per game so i still like mitchell here and I'm gonna giving him three and a, three and three quarter stars here, four point two five stars if Kyler doesn't play. 
The, this all comes with a caveat: is there is the definite possibility of just Jeff Wilson replay, um, playing, and which throws a small monkey wrench into the situation, or what? A small monkey into the wrench? A small? Ah, whatever. I ain't scared to start uh, Elijah Mitchell. I'm not really scared about Jeff Wilson. I mean, I check think Elijah Mitchell before kickoff for sure, but yeah. Yeah, I think Elijah Mitchell has shown enough to Shanahan, and he's played well enough at oh, least absolutely. the last couple of weeks to yeah. to at least garner yeah. 50, 50 to two thirds of the playing time already. So whatever, Debo Amen. Samuel, I'm going to give him four stars. While the the Cardinals' corners may not be terrible, Debo Samuel has been excellent. He is PFF's number five graded wide receiver so far on the season, and fantasy wise, he ain't far behind that either. I am loving Debo on my fantasy squad, and I yeah. would love to give him five stars this week, but I can't. I have to be realistic here. I'm going to give him four stars. He's been my bread and butter. He's, or I'm sorry, Debo Samuel has been my bread, while Elijah Mitchell has been my butter. With uh, <laughs> Kittle practicing this week, it sounds like there's a good shot that Kittle actually plays. And that's got to at least help Debo a little, you know, take a little bit of coverage off of Debo and whatever. Like I said, I four stars it. for Debo. Uh, George Kittle here. If Kittle is able to play this week, I I would like everyone to remember what his four, first four weeks were like. Not that great. Week one. He was hurt. Yep. He wasn't hurting like weeks one and two, though. That's the thing. Or even maybe I mean, even three. I think he was definitely he was. hurt in week four. When he was uh, designated, week, so I think he was. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. In week one, he caught four out of five targets for 78 yards. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, week two, four out of four targets, but only for 17 yards. This is some t- that I think that week two might have been the um, the 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 Trey Lance game. By the way, I don't remember oh. per, se, per per se. Um, there was one in the early weeks. Yes, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, week three, he got seven of nine yards for 92 yards. Good. Week four, and this is where I think the injury really kicked in. Was four out of ten targets for 40 yards. Yeah. So let's just. I'm giving. George Kittle three and three quarter stars, and that's a lot of like I you know I like uh, for namesake and talent and everything, and hoping that he's healthy when he's coming off of this stir here, which would be the short term IR. He still doesn't have a touchdown in this season, but it's also been some mediocre quarterbacking he's had to deal with in the four weeks that he has played. It, that's been the show, Chris. That's been the show. That's right. it. I would like I would like to pat uh, both me and you on the back for being. Uh... To the point, you can size. Uh, sure, we had four teams on by, but I think it was a great show. Uh, I'd like to toss it back to you for some housekeeping. I was gonna say, Chris, we're not done with the show yet. Um, <laughs> like, like I like I just mentioned not that long ago, but do tune in to our Sunday stream. Um, it's usually a, a good amount of fun. I have been um, uh, very under the I'm weather blessed. the last couple of weeks. Last week oh, I sure, was yeah. a fever, but I did show manage to show up for it the week before that. I had a mm-hmm. like a stomach bug or something. I don't mm-hmm. know what was going on with me, but it was right, definitely right. um definitely um some digestional issues of some sort. Uh let's just let's just put it yeah. that way. Um anyways, so check it out. Ten AM Central Standard Time. We don't know where you live. You do the math. We do know where you live though. Um, right here on YouTube. Yep. Right here if you're on YouTube. To us in podcast, if you are listening to us in podcast format, <laughs> you can always check out the shows in YouTube and, and video format on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, search for Amazing Fantasy Football. Should pop right up. That's where you can find the stream. Uh, give us a sub, and then you get a notification, and, or you can click the bell too. 
and you'll get a notification when we go live. Um, if you are watching us in YouTube format, you can always check us out in podcast format. Pretty much where every podcast are available. Please leave us a review if you do so. Um, if you can, in those respective podcast review leaving format places, which is mainly just Podcast Attic and iTunes nowadays. But anyways. Until Sunday. Catch you later. Adios. If you like pina coladas, getting caught in the rain, gonna do some singing, cause we got under 120.